0: Hey, friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. And today, I am thrilled to have an experienced life coach, a speaker, and an author with us. You are in for a treat. We have Andrea DeWitt with us. Do you want to just say hi, really
1: quick? Hey, Katie, and and Katie's audience. (laughs) It's wonderful to be here.
0: We are just thrilled you have no idea our audience she just came out with an incredible book she is a life coach she's the ceo of andrea dewitt advisors the fact that she's taking time to be with us is huge so this episode you're in for a treat we're going to have a moment for our sponsors and then we're going to go in to principles that are going to change your life have you ever felt scared swiping your card at a cash register not knowing if it would be declined or maxed out on your credit limit believe me I've been there, holding my breath, waiting to check out. Thankfully, all of that fear melted away and turned into confidence when I took a financial literacy course. The PowerPay Money Master Course has changed my experience at the cash register from fearful to fearless. The online course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. USU Extension is offering a free Money Master Course to all Full Confidence Ahead listeners. Go to extensioncourses.usu. Dot edu katieannpowell and add the money master course to your cart. The link will give you the $40 course for free. You can also get the course discount by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category. Use the code KDN Katie K A T I E A N N with no spaces at checkout to claim your $40 discount and free course. Okay, we know that you just came out with a book in 2022 called "Name, Claim, Refame: Your Path to a Well-Lived Life." I want to know what was your process of becoming an author from going from life coach to author? That that's a pretty big jump.
1: It is. It is a big jump. Um, but before I say anything more, um, Katie, I have to say this because it blew my mind. Um, my book, Name, Claim, and Reframe: Your Path to a Well-Lived Life, was released in, on December 20th mm-hmm. in 2022. So it was like the worst time to have a book released. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was, thinking, I, I, I was oh, yeah. thinking to my publisher, are you kidding me? No one's going to pay attention to this. Well, it, it it came out and somehow the Today Show found my book and they contacted my publisher right... like right after the new year and they said we have we've picked this book to be the number one motivational read for 2023 and so name clean and reframe was the number one motivational read for the today show for 2023 and i have to thank emily giffen who's an incredible writer um an author and she picked my book and so You know, so I, I have to think there's divine intervention oh, yeah. going on for oh, this yeah. book and this message. Um, your question is so good, and I it's not just going from life coach to author. I I spent the first thirty year thirty two years of my career in education, everything wow. from being um, a classroom teacher and a reading specialist to teaching at the college level, and in my early fifties, I thought. I can't do this anymore. It's not its not matching up with what I believe. I don't feel good about it. I'm not enjoying it. And I jumped ship. I shed my cloak of academia and I went back to school to earn my co- coaching certification to become a life coach. And I started a new business in my early 50s. So I am proof that it is never too late and you are not too old to do what you really want to do. So wow. I want to open with that because it, it, it you can do whatever you want to do. And when I became a life coach, I just it was like I had this awakening that oh my goodness, I can really live a much happier life if I'm honest with myself. Mm. And I just learned all these tools and with my educational background, I just turned it into all this all these tools I was using for my clients and I decided, you know what? if I sat down and wrote a book, I could make life coaching accessible to everybody, not just people that can afford to hire a life coach, because life coaching can be expensive. And so my why for the book was to write a book that would make name, claim, and reframe accessible to all. And so that was my why. And um, once I sat down to write it, and I used um, a book coach to help me to organize it because I didn't even know we had those. There, I didn't That's either. Amazing. I yeah. didn't either. Kim, but I didn't know how to write a book. I mean, I had written mm-hmm. a lot as an academic, but I had never written. I mean, how do you even put a book together? And my book coach, her name's Kim O'Hara. You can find her online, Kim dot and she's amazing. And she helped me to figure out the outline and how to structure it. And I had a book in nine nine months. And um, wow. she gave me direction on the book proposal, and then I got a traditional publisher. I mean, talk about enchanted energy! Wow. I mean, I, I was like this little rocket ship. Um, and then to, you know, get a traditional publishing contract, and then to, <laughs> to get on the Today Show. I mean, I feel a little. I'm so grateful wow. for it. But the most exciting thing about this work, name, claim, and reframe, is that it's helping people see themselves differently and really take their power back in a graceful, resourceful, and very intelligent way. And that what's, what's better than that?
0: <laughs> right. That is honestly, what is better than that? I just want to point out a few things of your story. I love how you mentioned your, your true story of 30 years in academia and then going back in your 50s now actually coming to truly what made you happy, that it's not ever too late to follow your dream. That you, I cannot, you started your own business in your fifties.
1: But the thing is, what I find, Katie, is that Mm -hmm. many Mm -hmm. of the people that come into my practice Mm -hmm. um, come to coaching because they are unhappy. They've lost themselves. They've lost, lost their truth. And they think I, I, something's not right. And I don't know what's not what's wrong, what I want to do. And I, I, I don't feel the same about things. And as we go through life and things happen to us, we sometimes need a thought partner or help in really looking at things. And this book is about really helping you to name your triggers, the things that are holding Mm -hmm. you back. You know, why am I reacting to this challenge instead of responding? So you can claim resonant actions that match up with your core values and then reframe your mindset so you can see new perspectives, separate your ego and really go after your goals. So that's the name, the claim and the reframe. And it, I mean, you really can do it with big things that happen in your life or little things that happen in your life. And this stuff works. I do it every single day. <laughs> I name some when things happen that are hard, I name, okay, why am I reacting instead of responding? And who do I want to be? What action do I want to claim that really matches up with the person I want to be? And then how can I reframe the situation and really use it for, you know, to help me get where I want to go? Because everything that happened to to us, even even bad things that happen, there's always treasure inside them. There's a lesson Mm. or learning that we can pull out. And so I I am an optimist, but life is a heck of a lot more fun when you're an optimist. Uh, Yes, I love it. I love how you say you live your book every
0: single day that I already have confidence in your book because, wow, it's incredible. But the fact I also feel like your story of changing professions into that it is the book that you have lived through this process multiple times, refined the process. Now you've given it to us as a gift of of what you've developed in your own life. And it's truly a gift of coaching and of your life experiences in something we can easily digest and apply.
1: Well, I hope so, Katie. I mean, I, I think it, it's hard. One of the challenges I had when I was writing the book, um, and I want to encourage all of your listeners, everybody has a book in them. Oh. Everyone has a book in them. And you just don't know. I mean, but everyone does. And I, whenever I mm. speak to you know, people that are want to be authors, I say, oh, you can do it. You just, all you got to do, do is sit down and write. But mm. when I was writing the book, my, my book coach said, you know, you need to get a little bit more personal. You need to share these stories because people need to see themselves in your story. And I think it's hard. You have to be vulnerable. Um, and I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be vulnerable. I could talk about the theory, but, but I think that I achieved the fact that I, I talked about not only my life and the challenges that I had gone through, but I talked about situations with my clients and then I use, because I'm an educator, I'm a teacher through and through, I use graphic organizers and things that help people to see themselves in the situations. And I use prompts that when you're reading the book, you can go, oh yes, I had that happen to me. And oh, here's a great question I can ask myself. And I can ponder that because this work is provocative in that way. And because um, we really, I mean, the top top, The subtitle of my book says, um, you know, your power and your potential lies within your truth. So Mm -hmm. if we're not truthful with ourselves, we can't be good leaders. And when we're not truthful with ourselves, it keeps us from really stepping into our power and our potential because we have things that are holding us back. And that's what my book is about. That's beautiful. I, I just have a
0: question off of that. So to be truthful to yourself, is that where the vulnerability comes in? Because a lot of times I hear we, we throw around authenticity a lot. And I, I don't think we've broken it down to really like, how do we do that? So is it going down and being vulnerable and sharing our stories? Or how do you be truthful with yourself?
1: That's such a great question. Um, I in the in the book, I, and you actually can download this, download this on my website. I have a chart called a, it's called Balance a Response, and it's mm. it's basically it's a grid, and it's got um, the top part of it are masculine leadership traits and feminine leadership traits. Every single human being, whether you are masculine, you know, you're a male or a female, or however you identify these are non-binary traits has both masculine and feminine leadership traits so like masculine traits would be being visionary or determined or um strong and structured where feminine leadership traits would be being um altruistic and a good listener and building community and those are really incredible leadership traits but when we are triggered to react we go below the line. And so I, ha- I talked about those, the top part of that quadrant. Well, w- when we go below the line, we're triggered to react to adversity.
0: Mm-hmm. A
1: wounded masculine response would be to be maybe controlling or um, arrogant or overpowering or patronizing, which are not good leadership traits. And a below the line wounded feminine reaction might be to be codependent or paralyzed or passive aggressive or manipulative now these are you know these are things that we all do and so when we talk about being truthful with ourselves that was the original question and I kind of went down a rabbit hole but I didn't this work really helps you to think, okay, why am I reacting to this challenge instead of responding to it? So Mm. when, for instance, when I'm triggered to go to control the outcome of something, that's a below the line masculine trait, right? But control is about fear. And I have to ask myself, okay, why am I wanting to control the situation? So I'm truthful when I say, oh, well, I'm afraid about this. So instead of being controlling, I'm going to Remind myself because I'm truthful with myself. I'm gonna instead choose to be, to get curious and say to the person, "Gosh, that's an interesting idea. Can I ask a few more questions about what you know about that?" So it's it's really choosing again. Mm-hmm. And I think when we are honest with ourselves about you know why do I tend to go controlling or why do I tend to be to play the victim or, um, you know, get needy when I, you know, I don't feel seen or whatever it is, whatever we do, it's at, at, why am I feeling that way? And that's the honesty with being truthful with ourselves and then giving us ourselves the opportunity to choose again, to be the person that we really want to be. So it's really giving yourself a beat to think about what am I doing? Where am I? And why am I there? There's the honesty. And then who do I want to be? And if you think about, I mean even if you're driving in traffic and somebody cuts you off and you you know you get angry, you think, oh, well, that wasn't nice and then you react. When that happens to me now with this work, I think, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to think, okay, that wasn't nice. Yes, that person made me mad. However, I don't want to be, why would I let that person, that driver I don't even know, affect my energy? I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe I could just choose instead to take a deep breath and think, I'm going to be generous, that person's having a bad day, I'm going to let them go, and just take a deep breath and think, I am not going to let their energy affect me, and I'm just going to go, I'm just going to be generous, go right ahead, (laughs) and then I'm done with it.
0: That is beautiful. Okay, what I heard from that is, is this beautiful idea of, of being truthful with yourself is also part of the process of going from reactionary to choice. And that makes, That totally makes sense of what's... Can you read to me your subscript be, behind your title again? I, I loved that line.
1: Well, your power and potential yes. starts with your truth.
0: Yes, I get it now. I get it. Having that truth of what is actually triggering you and then choosing, and that's well, where you're unlocking.
1: And I, I, I say that it's this work, Name, Claim, and Reframe is about choosing again. So mm-hmm. do you want to be reactionary back on your heels when you're not, when you're out of power? Because you really are back on your heels when you react. Or do you want to respond to life then you are in control. You you really are in your power, but you're in your power in a strategic, Mm. graceful, and resourceful way. Mm. Because you've given yourself time to think about it. Who do I really want to be in this moment? Now, Katie, I'm going to be honest with you and your listeners to to tell you that I do this work every day. It's a practice. And there are times when... Things happen and your energetic reserves are are down. You're exhausted. It's been a long day. And there are times when, and I always tell the story when I'm on a podcast because it's so, everybody, I think I was talking on the phone to Comcast, you know, trying to get something set up. And I was getting so irritated with this person. (laughs) And so I had been a really long day and, and so I could feel myself showing up like a warrior i mean i was i was a warring warrior and i thought andrea you're reacting to this person are you gonna let you know this i know you're frustrated and i literally the wise woman that lives just under my skin said do you don't want to be this person so i said out loud to the person i'm talking to i'm so sorry i am not being very nice right now it's been a really long day Mm. could i ask you again in a in a nicer way because I'm no. not being very nice. And I I asked again in a nicer way. I apologized. I owned my bad behavior. Hmm. I apologized, which again, is an above the line masculine trait. I was vulnerable, above the line feminine trait. And hmm. then I asked again. And guess um. what, Katie? I got exactly what I wanted. I disarmed that person. They were shocked. They thought, right. First I thought this woman is horrible. And right. then I owned my horrible behavior because I, I chose again. And we always have the opportunity to choose again. Wow. I mean, So it's, I mean, I, I say, I mean, I, I, I'm a much um, kinder, more resourceful, intelligent leader now, but I, it's a practice every single day <laughs> to choose again.
0: I love the example you use because I think all of us have had a moment either driver cutting us off yes. on the phone with a service and... I, oh, heavens, I I think of an example of me last week where I definitely could have done better. And that's such a relatable thing to all of us. And you mentioned in your story, you said a worrying warrior, which Mm -hmm. just triggered me to ask this. In your book, you talk about a gentle warrior. And to me, I I loved this concept because it seems like this big dichotomy. Gentle and warrior aren't typically used in the same sentence, especially not in the world. So can you explain that concept to
1: us? There's a story here. And because it's personal for me, Um, I grew up in a very masculine household. Um, I had a a mom and a dad, both, um, but they both led with a lot of masculine energy, Mm -hmm. especially my dad. And he, he valued courage, athleticism and steel equipment. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And So we were expected to show up to be brave, responsible, target focused, uh, task oriented, logical, all that stuff. And so I, I showed up that way. I was ambitious. I was, you know, I did, I got everything done, very responsible, but I, when I was triggered, I showed up very, um, I was rigid. Hmm. Um, I was controlling, um, I was inflexible and I had a lot of anger and I, Realized, I mean, I, as I went along through life and again, I didn't become a coach until my early fifties and I'm 60, almost 61 now. So I, when I, I started looking at this masculine leaderships and feminine leaderships, I thought, you know what, wait a minute. When I saw my mother and I didn't see a lot of above the line um, feminine as much, I saw below the line feminine, which I did thought, Ooh, that's not like below the line feminine is, you know, you think being vindictive and being the victim and being codependent. I mean, all the things that you want to be, right. but if you are being you know, calling in your above the line feminine traits, you have all this incredible stuff like being versatile, versatile and vulnerable. And like I, I was with the people on Comcast and um, building community and being curious and authentic and generous and graceful. And when you combine all those things with those above line um, masculine leadership traits, you have a potent leader. And mm. I thought this stuff is too good to pass up. I did not want to be a warrior anymore. I wanted to be a gentle warrior. It doesn't mean I am no less strong, but I am much more intelligent and resourceful and graceful, and thoughtful, and I've built communities, and generous, generous, and my goodness, if, and both men and women can do this, I think the best example of, of gentle warrior skills is somebody that is negotiating. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about somebody that's good at negotiating, they, they know what they want, so they have a vision of what they want, they've got an agenda, but they bring in a lot of feminine energy because they, they go into the negotiation and they receive the person they're negotiating with. That's feminine energy. I want to mm. listen. I'm going to build consensus. I'm going to, you know, really um, create this collaboration. And my goodness, when you think about that, integrating that, that's a gentle warrior. That's mm. intelligent, thoughtful leadership. And it's not just for women. It's for men too. Wow, and or, or however you identify
0: right that is so beautiful and that I feel like that's such a message that the world needs right now I feel like you can only be one or the other and there's not this message of the holistic person and the holistic leader so how do we implement if, you, if you're seeing yourself on either the masculine or the feminine trait sides more often how can you work on developing both and becoming that gentle warrior, that strong end community, that, that two sides of, of the warrior.
1: It's such, it's such a great question. Really, it starts with, with awareness mm-hmm. and, um, that balance and response chart, which you can upload for free on my website, andrea um, help is, is, is a start to sort of think about, well, who do I really want to be? Um, I use the, let me just start by I use the archetype of warrior because I think we armor ourselves up and because Mm. we think we need to present ourselves a certain way at work or, you know, however we do. I need to be strong. I need to be this. And what I have found in my work, my own personal work and my work with clients is that we are missing so much and are, are really the... The stuff under our armor, the, our core wounds, the things that we're afraid to look at, is really where we find our power. Um, I said that you know I had spent a, a lot of my life angry, and under that anger was hurt. I mean, hmm. anger anger is a, is a is a cover up emotion. So when I went under my armor and figured out what I was angry about, I I saw the hurt the hurt that I felt, and I was able to understand what why am I hurt. And how can I help myself and how can I understand? Underneath that hurt, I found this incredibly resourceful, compassionate leader that understood what needed to happen. And so I, I feel like it's really, when you say, how can you do it? I, again, I go back to your power and your potential starts with your truth, being truthful with, with yourself. When I am back on my heels reacting to something, why am I doing that? And what's really going on? under my armor because the leaders that, that the people that are honest and say, gosh, you know, I don't know the answer to that question. That's such a great question. Let's, let's, can I come back? Let me, um, let's research that and let's come back and talk about it. I mean, I want to follow the people that don't know all the answers, that are honest mm-hmm. and vulnerable, because those are the visionary leaders. Those are the people that are willing to really have the conversations and collaborate. And this is what this integration of of both halves of our wholeness I say, because, you know, all human beings regardless of their gender have masculine and feminine traits. And the sooner we figure out where we are, the better we'll be. I mean, Mm -hmm. we, then we really can show up as our best selves.
0: That's beautiful. You mentioned leadership and it it prompted me to ask this question. I want to know, can we be leaders without a
1: title or a managerial role? Well, leadership starts out with ourselves, personal leadership. I mean, the kind of coaching that I do is really starts with you. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to be a leader for yourself first before you can lead other people. That's beautiful. I mean, that's the truth, really. Right. I mean, that's, it sounds simple, but I want to, I want to follow the leader that is asking questions of themselves that, it, that has really done the work. To be the best that they can be and i'm still doing the work katie i'm still stumbling and making mistakes and admitting admitting i yelled at the comcast man (laughs) on a podcast i mean (laughs) we all have experiences like that or you have an interchange with with a loved one we Mm -hmm. all have them or you have a altercation with somebody at work we all have interpersonal challenges We all have them and, and naming where you are gives you the opportunity to choose again
0: Hmm. because you
1: always have the opportunity to choose again.
0: That is my favorite, one of my favorite lines that you've said today is you always have the opportunity to choose again. I'm so glad that you've been on with us sharing your, your thought process, your journey. And as we're wrapping up, I want to ask the question that we always ask our guests. I'm so curious to hear this from you is what is one piece of advice you'd give your younger self to boost your confidence?
1: Oh, my goodness. That is such a great question. I would say to her, Andrea. Just do it. You're ready enough. I love that <laughs> because you are, I mean, all you have to do to take us, you know, if there's something you want to do, just do one little thing, just do one little thing in that right direction. And you're on, you're on the track, you're on the trail to the thing you want to do. So you're ready enough. <sighs>
0: That is beautiful. Just starting one little piece of a time and you're ready to keep going. We have enjoyed our time with you. And I want to make sure that our podcast listeners can find your book and can find you. So can you tell us how to connect with you, where your website is, how to find your book, all of that good information? Because we just want more of
1: you. Well, thank you, Katie. My book, Name, Claim, and Reframe, Your Path to a Well-Lived Life, can be found anywhere books are sold. And I am Andrea Mindy and I can be found at andreadewittadvisors.com. And if you go to my website, you can upload the Gentle Warriors Toolbox, which, which can get you started. They're really wonderful graphic organizers.
0: They really are. I can definitely confirm that to our podcast listeners. They're incredible graphic organizers. The, the visual she has, that makes so much more sense that, to know that you're an educator because they are very well okay. done <laughs> content and, and how they're laid out. I want to make sure that people know how to spell DeWitt though. Will you spell that out loud so when they're doing here?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, A-N-D-R-E-A-D-E-W-I-T-T. Andrea DeWitt Advisors.com. And I'm also um, on Instagram at Andrea DeWitt Coaching. And I do all sorts of fun, Fun things and give little tips and things, and I do silly videos and stuff like that too. Yeah,
0: she's a joy to follow as so a podcast listeners. And if you've loved this episode, you just get bite sized pieces of this all the time. And I have enjoyed following her Instagram. I highly recommend it and visiting her website and reading her book. It truly, you'll get even more in depth with what she's talked about and have that visual in front of you of the masculine and feminine leadership qualities. I, I think it's very transformative when you when you actually have that in front of you so we just want to thank you for your time it has been a true delight to have you on the podcast today thank you so much andrea
1: well, thank you katie it's a pleasure
0: after every episode i'm amazed at what each of our guests have accomplished in their lives they inspire me to go for my dreams and seize opportunities the reality of life is that every opportunity and dream has a financial implication and knowing how to manage and grow your money will not only help you achieve your goals, but also get to them faster. Utah Money Moms has been a resource for me to learn how to better manage my money and turn my dreams into reality. Their website is full of interactive material to engage all learning styles. My favorite resource is their free monthly webinars where I can listen and have my questions answered by financial counselors and educators. Head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or Utah Money Moms on Instagram to access free empowering material. Again, that is UtahMoneyMoms.com or Utah Money Moms on Instagram. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, You got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.